All right, it's recording now. So can you uh, can you hear me? You got to talk to the microphone. Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Grandma, can I get a 10-4 on that? Yes. Come again, Grandma. I didn't hear you very much. Roger. <laughs> All right, that is this is the test. Mom, do you want to sneak something in here for the recording? I want you to come fix his video because you can't see his face on here. Well, then you come in here and then test this out. <laughs> Welcome to the Chafee Chronicles. I'm your host, grandson number one, Matthew Lunning. We created this podcast really as a sort of time capsule for the future, a way for us to store memories, stories, and experiences of our family members, and especially my grandparents, Jerry and Marilyn Chafee. Whether it's six months, two years, or two decades from now, I know all of us will enjoy listening back to these tapes and hearing these stories over and over again. We will laugh, we will cry, and experience every single emotion in between as we capture a combined 166 years of history between Grandma and Grandpa Chafee. So for history's sake, we'll turn it over to my grandparents and get this thing started. Okay, what are we going to say? Whatever you want to say. <laughs> First of all, let me just say that it is, uh, well, on the East Coast where I live in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, it is 3.41 p.m. Eastern Time, and in Central Time Zone in Elberly, Minnesota, where my grandparents are, it is 2.42 now p.m. on August 22nd, 2020, and we just had one heck of a time spending about 30 minutes or so getting grandpa and grandma set up, but now they're good to go, right? Yeah. Mostly operator error, though. Well, that's okay. There's a first time for everything, uh -oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So why don't you two introduce yourselves now? Do what? Introduce, introduce yourselves. Ourselves. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. You're, you're Marilyn. I'm Marilyn Chafee. Get, you got to get up here a little closer. You got to. Well, I know. You got you to gotta talk into there, and you got to get your picture up. There you go. Oh, wonderful. There, you got to sit up. Move over a little bit. This way. There you go. There you go. Now stick your nose up a little bit. So you sit up straight. I'm, I'm doing good. Okay. There you go. You're good. You're good. Okay. So Grandma, why don't you introduce yourself again for the record? I'm Marilyn Chafee. And today and you are how many years old? Today I am. Seventy-one. I I believe I'm seventy-nine years old. Seventy what? Seventy-nine years a, old. That's I'm correct. I'm either seventy-eight or seventy-nine years old. <laughs> seventy-nine. <laughs> you're seventy-nine. That's that's good. And how are you feeling today, Grandma? I'm feeling very well. Thank you. Thank you, Grandpa. Why don't you introduce yourself for us and tell us uh, how old you are and how you're feeling today? Oh, I'm uh, I'm I'm. Jerry, known by Jerry officially as on, on written stuff as Jerome. Uh, I am uh, 87 years old and I'm feeling fine. Wonderful. Well, it's a beautiful day in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. How's the weather today in Albert Lee, Minnesota? Fantastic. Uh, not too much sunshine, but it's nice weather. Well, that's good. What did you have for breakfast today? I had my blue egg. Oh, blue egg. 
Yeah, blue egg and half a cinnamon roll. So that's oh, pretty good. That does sound and a lot of pills. I take a lot of pills now. I don't know why. But... A lot of pills. That's right. That's yeah, they give me a lot of pills and I don't know why. <laughs> Grandma, what did you have for breakfast today? I had uh, peanut butter toast, which is pretty much my usual breakfast before I take my pills. And uh, that works out well. Well, what brand of peanut butter did you use on that peanut butter toast? Oh, man. I used Skippy. Skippy <laughs> peanut butter. That's wonderful. Did you go to your Skippy place today, Grandma? That's our new marketing campaign. So I had to throw that one in there. <laughs> uh, no. We haven't been grocery shopping. We yet. haven't shopped. We have yet to do today. that yet today. That's okay. Well, that's, that's yet to be done. Well, anyway, I, uh, this is kind of fun. I, I really, I really <laughs> like this. I'm glad we were able to figure this out. So what we were thinking then is it'll just be very casual. So it's not like there's really a structured list of questions or anything that I want you to answer. It's just more conversation based. So I'm just going to ask you questions about how things are going. And I don't necessarily have a specific sequence to how I want it to flow right now. So I'm not, I mean, eventually we'll start probably and your childhoods and then work our way up back to where we are today. So, you know, we'll, uh, we'll ease into that and everything else. But since this is the first time we're doing this, we'll just kind of get used to the format and get used to everything and how it's going. See if we can set it up the same way again. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So why don't you tell us a little bit about where you are today in your lives? What's going on? Um, you know, what life has been like the last year living in the probably, well, I guess both of you were not born during the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918 that came after you or came before you were both born. So what's life been like living in the uh, coronavirus pandemic for the last couple months? Uh, we honker down a lot. We, we don't go out in public anymore than we have to. And we don't stay grocery shopping any longer than we have to. And that, that's about the extent of it. We actually we went to Cedar Rapids to help Marilyn's brother. And while we were gone, somebody wiped out our post office box. So the next door neighbor helped me put up a post office box. And he was all worried about us getting so close because of the not wearing masks and all that stuff working on a post office box. But we seem to be okay. The post office box is up and we're still, still, still motating here. So it must have been okay. Well, that's good. So you mentioned that you went down to Cedar Rapids to see grandma's brother. Which brother is that grandma for the record? Ronald. Ronald. It's her, it's, her, it's her older brother, Ronald. Ronald. And how was your trip down to Cedar Rapids, Iowa? Well, it was the trip down was okay. We took him a generator because he didn't have any power, any water, any, any facilities of any kind. And we had quite a time trying to set it up. Uh, the destruction was massive down there. You couldn't get around on the roads. All the roads were blocked. Nobody had any power. Nobody had any... You know, mass, there was no, no gas stations were open. We were lucky that eventually we did find a gas station that was open to give us gas for cars and, and a generator. Um, but there was a lot of, lot of storm damage, houses, trees, uh, roads. Uh, you'd drive around at night and the semaphores weren't working. So everybody would come to an intersection and all stop and look around before they go. It was, it was a different world down there. But... Uh, we left there and uh, we, I don't think we'd been gone more than a day or so and they finally got power back where they were, where we were. And, uh, they're trying to recover. They had a lot of neighbors come over and help them since then. So it, there's, everybody's helping everybody out, but it's fortunate we didn't have to worry about that. Hey, you, you, 
we were very, very happy to come back to Elderly yeah. and have all of our facilities working. <laughs> That's true. Well, and when you got back to Elberly, uh, I rumor has it you had a grandson and a daughter stop by. Tell us about that visit. <laughs> a grandson and a granddaughter. No, just a daughter. No granddaughters. Oh, oh. oh no granddaughter. A son and a daughter. Yes. Grandson and daughter. Yeah. Yes. And yes. We were most happy to see them. Well, rumor has it they were very happy to see you too. And, you know, I, I did hear through the grapevine that there was a lot of picture sorting that weekend. What was it like going oh. through all those pictures from your childhood, um, from when you and grandpa were young and dating before you got married and everything else? What was it like reliving those memories? It's... Uh, it's something that we haven't done for a long time. We brought the pictures home from um, my mother's. Uh, oh, her pictures. Her, they were actually her pictures. And um, so we're trying to sort them out. And so we can um, give pictures to each, each family so they can each have their own. Each, each sibling. Each, each sibling. And how many siblings do you have, Grandma? I I have three, plus me. Plus you. And where the, where do the rest of your siblings live? Uh, my my sister lives in Mesa, Arizona. My next brother lives in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And then it's me, and um, Albert Lee, Minnesota. And my younger brother lives in Pocahontas, Iowa. And how often do you see your siblings? Not often enough. Not often enough anymore, especially this year. It's been kind of slow. That's true. Well, and speaking of siblings, Grandpa, I heard a little rumor that you have both of your sisters coming to town this upcoming week. Yeah, true? they're going to come Monday and Tuesday, I guess. Yeah, we'll see what happens. How long are they staying? Well, they're going to stay a couple of days, I guess. And uh, um, I suppose the... The lake crowd has probably disappeared, and now they're doing their running around before Gwen goes out east again. That's what it amounts to. So, so both of your sisters, just uh, you want to name those for the recording, just so that way we have that for the record? Yeah, my, my sister that was at the lake is Gwen, and our, the youngest sister is Ginny, who is from Ortley, South Dakota, which on a farm, or, Ortley, South Dakota. So they don't get over here very often, but we see them mostly. We we used to see them at the lake all the time, but it's been kind of kind of crazy this year to get to the lake too. So we we didn't get to see them that way. But you did go up to the lake at least one time earlier this year. Is that correct? Yeah, I was up there earlier this year. Ginny uh, normally comes up when I'm up there, but she had a house full of her own relatives at that time, so she couldn't get away to get up to the lake. So so this be the first time we've seen her for a while. Yeah. That is nice. Well, and. Uh, they are are they both staying with you and grandma or what's the deal no, no gwen is going to stay with us and jenny's going to stay at uh catherine and joe's and catherine is what first cousin and they run a bed and breakfast out east of town here so that will be nice yeah so she'll stay with them yeah so what's on the agenda then when uh auntie gwen is staying with you what 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 what's on the agenda or what do you have planned well, we don't have anything planned, and she says, "Don't worry about it." You know, she's she's just going to come late Monday, 
And she says, we'll figure out what to do when we get here. So, and that's good. And you should we'll, we'll probably There'll probably be some Catherine and Joe discussions and they might be over, or we might be over there. Who knows what's going on? So we, we don't have too much planned agenda. We kind of make it, make it happen when it happens. Yeah. You did not say where Gwen is from. You got to get up there. What? You didn't say where Gwen is from. Gwen? Oh yeah. Gwen is from Atkinson, New Hampshire. Yeah. About a five hour drive from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, in fact. Yeah, right. And, and the lake, their lake cabin is at Battle, well, it's at Lake Clitheroe, near Battle Lake, the city, or the town in northern Minnesota. So. I don't think I've been back to their lake house since probably 2015. Yeah, yeah. That's been a long time. Last time, last time you were there, we got the sailboat in the dead end and there was no wind. I remember that. Oh, that's right. No, actually, that was, that was years before that. That was, that was two years before that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think the last time we were there... I think last yeah. time we were there, I cleaned out the sailboat, but I don't think we ever actually got it to go for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> but I do remember that iconic weekend. It was Labor Day weekend, I think, yeah. 2012, where we got stuck out in the lake. And I remember I had to tow us back in. And the water was pretty much up to my neck at that point. But I had to just basically have to, like, one arm swim the whole way. It wasn't that far out of the, out of the, off the shore. Hey, you, sailboats are supposed to motivate by the wind and and you were the the horsepower hauling it that's true well yes it was not it was not a very conventional way to go sailing but that's okay <laughs> you know you live and you learn and actually speaking of sailing grandpa you have you know in theory at least mastered the art of sailing i mean you've contributed a couple cell phones a couple watches to the lake in the process is that true <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i i got dumped once and lost a bunch of stuff that's okay I, but actually i didn't lose any cell phones but i lost a hat and what else something else i lost i don't remember oh a watch i had a watch on wristwatch that i lost it was a it was a crazy wristwatch it made cock-a-doodle-doos or something like that it it's long gone that's okay i'm sure the fish are enjoying that as we speak that's true well what else happened in the week after um so i i was home oh gosh what was that august 12th or 13th through the 17th of August. And then after I came back on that Monday, you were both going to your doctors this week. How did those doctor's visits go? Gonna go where? Doctor's appointments. Uh, I don't know. They were good appointments. I don't remember. We had, I had one in the morning in Albert Lee and then she had one at Rochester at 12.30 or something. And they both went pretty good, except the one in the morning I had was for hearing and I don't have very good hearing anymore. I know that. But they, they got the hearing aids I have fixed up to do what they're supposed to do. So That's uh, good. it was a good trip. From that Grandma, standpoint. how was yours? It was good, too. Um, <laughs> it's, it's something that I have uh, appointments every six months. So it, it's not any... It's not any immediate response. Yeah. We, we cut our medicine in half. We didn't know if the doctor was going to like it, but he, he took it pretty well. Well, that's good because quality of life is important at that point. <laughs> yes, it is. That is true. Well, what else is planned for this weekend? What are we going to do this weekend? That's about it. We're just getting ready for, for the visitors, I guess. Yeah. I don't think I have to mow the lawn. It's in pretty good shape. So we're just going to be hunkered down. Take it easy. Well, that will be nice. grocery shopping yet. Yeah, that will be nice. Oh, you know what? I forgot to actually add in there too. Um, while I was home, we went to see your. Uh, how many grandkids do you have now? Five. Yeah, you mm -hmm. have five grandkids, 
and we saw your fourth grandchild. Is that right? Is Lily your fourth grandchild? Yeah, I think so. Because it's me, Claire, Brighton, Lily, Sydney. Yeah. So we saw yeah. your fourth grandchild, Lily, and your fifth grandchild, Sydney. How was that seeing them at the uh, fish house last weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And and I don't know, they've been showing pictures of Sydney's first steps, which is kind of interesting. So, oh, that's yeah. true. I did see that last night. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. That was so, cute. She looked like she was having fun learning how to walk. That's true. Well, it was nice seeing them at the fish house last week. And I don't think, well, I hadn't seen them in, I guess, over a year at that mm -hmm. point, I think. And I don't know when the last time you two saw Lily and Sydney was, probably before the pandemic started. Yes. Mm -hmm. Would be my well, right after that, anyway. Yeah, we were up there. Yeah, yeah, that is nice. So how does it feel? You have quite the spread of grandchildren. You've got me on the, uh, on the top or the beginning end of the spectrum, and then you have Sydney, who you know, was most recently born. What a spread. What is, how does that make you feel to have grandkids in certain ages? Well, it, it's, it's pretty neat, you know? It, Nice to have more bunch together, but it doesn't make any difference. Exactly. <laughs> Too bad we can't spend more time with the little ones, but we yeah. can't. You know, that's not not in the cards right now. Uh, well, they're, go they're growing up way too fast. That's very true. Well, that's the beauty of technology is that at least you can see them virtually, but it's it's definitely not the same thing. Mm. That is for sure. Mm. But it is kind of interesting to see that how much life has changed from the day I was born until the day Sydney was born, and to see the different experiences that each grandchild will have you know, as they age and everything else. So I imagine at some point that, um, you know, Brighton and Sydney and Lily will probably all listen to these tapes, you know, so do you have any, do you have any future words of wisdom for your youngest grandchildren right now? Knowing that they'll be listening to this tape maybe 10, 15 years from now? Oh, if, if they turn out like the older ones, they'll be all right. <laughs> well, hopefully. <laughs> Unless Claire and I screw something up, you never know. We, we really like seeing you older grandchildren as much as the little ones. Exactly. There's a lot of love to go around, that's for sure. That's right. And that's a wrap on this week's episode, or should I say season one, episode zero. Really, honestly, just more of a test episode for grandpa and grandma to get them up and running familiar with the process of recording all of their memories and their stories via Zoom, 913 miles away as the crow flies from Elberly, Minnesota to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, sharing all that there is to know between their combined 166 years on this earth and also what's taken place between 57 years of marriage. So until next time, I am your host, grandson number one, and the only grandson to date as of August 22nd, 2020, Matthew Lunning. Talk to you soon.